welcome back to part two of podcasting is the new kink and welcome back to our review of hbo's lovecraft country So in this episode, we are going to be talking about some moments in this story that were just completely unnecessary, in my opinion, or that I have questions about, or that I just didn't like. And I'm going to do one per episode, because if I just kind of did all of the plot points that I didn't care for, didn't like, or didn't understand, then we'd be here all day. So one per episode. I also will note that there was not a moment from every episode. So there may be some episodes that I skip that I don't talk about in this episode of Podcasting is a New Kink. And that's okay. It just means that there was nothing in that episode that I really wanted to talk about. So here we go. In episode one, at 15 minutes and 30 seconds, there is a scene with Sammy getting head in the alley. So Atticus is going to look for his dad and he's, you know, trying to figure out where he is and he gets word that, oh, he usually goes to the bar with Sammy. So he goes into the bar. Sammy's not there. The guy, Tree, tells him that, oh, you know, he's probably out in the back and he goes out in the back and he is shocked to see that the guy he's looking for is getting head from a little boy They stop, of course, when Atticus comes out. Uh, The boy runs off and Sammy's like, hey, what's up? (laughs) I just, I didn't know why this was necessary. Sammy was not a main character. It did not nudge any storylines. It didn't answer any questions because, like I said, Sammy's not a main character. So nobody's questioning if he's gay. But I guess it was to show, number one, that Sammy is gay, and then to show Atticus's response or reaction to something that would be considered gay. Maybe it is foreshadowing. But Overall, I just think it was unnecessary and it was like not really tasteful. So I didn't care for it. Let me say now, I believe in storytelling and in filmmaking and any other type of storytelling, everything should be necessary. Every scene, every costume, hairstyle, every line, everything should be necessary to your overall story to your character arcs. I don't think anything should be just there because, oh, this is cute, let's add this in. Oh, this will be a laugh, let's add this in. Everything should be 100% necessary to the development of the show. And that scene with Sammy, I don't believe was. So that's it. (laughs) Episode two. 55 minutes and 45 seconds and Uncle George dies. Now, Uncle George doesn't die in the book. He absolutely lives to the end and throughout. Why did he need to die? 
I guess it added to Tick's rage. I guess it created the storyline for Hippolyta. I guess it made more of a reason for the secret to be kept, the secret about him being Atticus Swift's dad. But I don't know. I honestly don't know. And I'm kind of sad about it. I just don't think Uncle George needed to die. And I'm not sure why they did that. So yeah. (laughs) So I'm skipping episode three and moving to episode four. Episode four, about 57 minutes and 30 seconds in. We have Montrose killing our two-spirit, Yehima. My question is, why? Why did we introduce this character just to kill them? I, I don't understand. Maybe... It was to add to Tick having to be more forgiving of his father. Maybe it was another thing that just added to Tick's rage. I don't know. Maybe it was about like prolonging deciphering the text. But she was cursed already. She couldn't talk. So I just don't know. I felt like it was really a lazy way to get rid of Yehima and make it more difficult for our heroes. No, I'm saying heroes with quotes. (laughs) But our heroes to get what they actually want, right? To actually get to the end of the story. I don't know. I didn't like it. I didn't care for it. I didn't think it was necessary. This was a character that was created strictly for the show. They were not in the book. So I just, I don't know. Why? Why is my question. (laughs) Now on to episode five, seven minutes in, after Atticus finds out that Montrose killed Yehima, he goes the fuck off. You see just this crazy rage from him that you have not seen up until this point and it is very jarring it's like whoa who is this man right and I understand the choice for the character because this was definitely a choice by the producers and the director and the actor to make the character neglected and and beaten by his father and and have this all of this underlying trauma so I guess I understand that choice but as I said in the last episode violence was a huge theme a huge theme in this show and I just I don't know why it was necessary I don't know why we had to see so much violence now One thing I do want to know is, yes, this story takes place in the 1950s. So I know that we wanted to make these characters very real. We wanted to make these characters very flawed. 
And we wanted to make these characters very relatable. So I'm not a man who has gone through anything like Atticus has gone through. So he is not my relatable character. So I would love to hear the opinions of some men out there. Feel free to email me at jasmine at pinkladyprod.com or DM me at pinkladyprod. And let's just have a conversation about the theme of violence and rage here. Because to me, I just, I don't know why it was necessary. And I did not care for that choice. Hey y'all, Pink Lady here. I'm a podcast producer, director, coach, and host. And I want to tell you all about my production company, Pink Lady Productions. We collaborate with creatives like you who are driven to share your message by launching your podcast from A to Z and coaching you through the process. To learn more about our services, check out our website at pinkladyprod.com. That's P-I-N-K. L-A-D-Y-P-R-O-D dot com. Now on to episode six. Um, This whole episode, where the hell did it come from? <laughs> I remember watching this episode and I was just like, okay, what does this have to do with anything? I did not understand. I think the idea was or had something to do with wanting to show Atticus while he was in war. You know, like we get to see Atticus now, who he is now after the war, after he's gone through all of these things, after he becomes a man, right? So in the sense I get that maybe we would want to see who he was before he is this person now, right? But I just, I don't know if it was necessary. This is another character. Gia was not in the book at all. So it was a character created strictly for the series. And I do know she plays a big role in the end. Like she is the reason why the spell worked but uh, was that necessary I don't know I don't know it just feels like sometimes honestly watching this show felt like an episode of Chopped I don't know if you're familiar with that show but it is a cooking show where they give you a certain amount of time a small amount of time things like 30 minutes or whatever and they give you these ingredients like three ingredients that you have to use in your dish. And you have no idea what the ingredients are until pretty much right before your time starts. So yeah, that is what watching Lovecraft Country felt like sometimes. It really felt like, all right, this is what you have to include. Build a story around it. I don't know. Now, I do want to say this. I I love the episode. I really loved Gia, and I really loved her story. I love the love story between her and Atticus. But I just, I did not understand. So, yeah. (laughs) Episode 7. At 28 minutes and 50 seconds in, 
I have a question. How the hell did Atticus get to the machine and Aunt Hippolyta in time? Somebody got some splaining to do because it don't make sense. At 16 minutes in, we see Aunt Hippolyta leave. She is in Woody and Tick is not with her. Shortly after that, we see that Tick takes a bus to St. Louis to go and talk to relatives on his mom's side, right? That's in St. Louis. The machine was in Mayfield, which is over 100 miles away. So somebody got some explaining to do, because how the heck did Tick get from St. Louis to Mayfield over 100 miles on foot or by bus or by magic? Like, come on. Don't leave us in the dark there. That, I felt like, was really like, whoa, where he come from? How he get there? Make it make sense. Now, I'm going to skip episode 8 and jump right to episode 9. 8 minutes and 30 seconds in. We hear a conversation between Atticus and Montrose. And we find out, well, the audience already knows, but Atticus finds out that Uncle George is his real father. Now, up until this point, it's all kind of speculation. The way George and Montrose talked about it was like, it's a maybe, it might be, who knows? Like, it's just up in the air. But then we get to this point in episode nine, and it's like, no, it's, it's true. It's true. There really is no question about it. He's He's your dad. And I honestly just thought it was weird. Like, why? Why are we doing this? I don't know. Why? <laughs> like, why do we want to have a love triangle between Montrose, his brother, and his woman? I mean, not to say that this wasn't going down in the 1950s. I really don't know. I wasn't born then. I know that men were out here having families on the side. I do know that. But this love triangle, which was another like trauma bonding moment, that's how they try to display it as, oh, we were bonded through trauma. So, you know, this was okay, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. I just have so many questions about that. Maybe it was an attempt at like deeper characters and, you know, really real things that happen in in real life. I don't know. I just, I didn't care for it. And last, but definitely not least, absolutely like almost the most probably. (laughs) Episode 10. 49 minutes and 30 seconds in, our main character, our hero, Atticus, dies. Again, what the fuck, bro? Like, why are you killing all our black men? Yes, we still got Montrose, but like, why did George and Atticus have to die? And to take it a step further, Why were Tick's ancestors 
like planning his death. I, I just don't, I don't know what this was about. I don't know what, what that whole storyline, I just, I, I did not like it. And I did not understand why we needed our hero's ancestors to have a plan where he had to die. Like, I don't know. I remember just watching this and believing like there's no way he's going to die. He is the main character. Like, how are we going to get a season two if he died? And then it gets canceled. Like, I just, I think that was a bad choice on everybody's end. Why did we allow that to happen? Well, not we, because I didn't work on this movie. But HBO, like, come on, Misha, like, why did we have Tick die? So that is all I have for you today. If you have any questions, comments, like I said before, feel free to email me at jasmine at pinkladyprod.com or go ahead and DM me on Instagram at pinkladyprod. Next episode, we will be talking about diversions from the book. See you then. Hey, y'all. Thank you so much for listening. If you have any questions, comments, concerns about anything I talked about on this episode, you can DM me on Instagram at PinkLadyProd. That's P-I-N-K-L-A-D-Y-P-R-O-D. Or you can email me at jasmine at PinkLadyProd.com. Jasmine is spelled J-A-S-M-I-N-E. If you want more info about Pink Lady Productions or me, you can visit our website at pinkladyprod.com. Subscribe to Podcasting is the new king for updates on new episodes, and please feel free to share it. Also, please rate and review the show. Peace.